Hey there, you are listening to Here, Hold My Mimosa with Claudia and Esma. Hi, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. We're actually um, a little, you know, inebriated. We're having a little drink because um, that's what we need to get a little uh, into the mood. Because I think I- that- into the mood with some drinks. <laughs> the topic that we're going to talk about today is the reason why <laughs> we probably needed a little bit more. <laughs> what helps us get into the mood for love? Our topic today. It, what what are we talking about? Come on, everybody wants to talk about this. Or some sexy time. Hey. <laughs> today we are talking about sex and marriage. Sex and marriage. That's right. And marriage. So, okay. We were just talking about this. Like, this is the broadest, biggest subject. Like, we could probably do 10 podcasts on (laughs) sex and marriage because it's, there's just so much. There's so much we're having, so much we're not having. (laughs) So much we want to have. So much we want to (laughs) have. I mean, it really is very broad, but let's just get right into it. Like we're married, we're married women mm-hmm. and we've been married for, you know, quite a long time. time and sex when you first are dating and when you're first married is so different when you're like after the 10 year mark and you got some years, you know, on the car, you got some, you, you, you got some miles on you. Um, it's different. And how has it changed? How has sex changed for you? Cause I have, we've had a roller coaster ride of changes. Oh, for sure. For sure. And also not only has it changed in marriage, but changed after having kids. And that's where, that's where I saw more, the most changes happening is after I had my child. Oh, absolutely. In the beginning, it was like, you know, we were still, it's like, I would probably say maybe four times, five times a week, which is, I mean, what is that? Is that normal? Is that average? Like how often do married couples really have sex? I don't know. That's what I want to know. How often do they have it? Because we are, I'm not average. And I know I'm not having what average people have. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know, please share. How often are you having sex with your husband? <laughs> yes, please. I want to know. And well, the, the great thing, here's why I love talking about this kind of stuff. Because, you know, we we get together, we're, we have our drinks, we have our girl time. And men, sorry, but we, we talk about this shit Mm -hmm. and I want to know, I want to know how much you're getting it, why you're not getting it, what's going on. Like all of these things, you know, they, they speak to where you are in your marriage and where you are personally, you know, and I know for me personally, wherever I was in my life really dictated dictated no pun intended it dictated what what i wanted out of sex you know i in the beginning when 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 i first you know met my husband we were having sex wherever we could you know at all times you know and and it really takes a turn as you like we moved in together then later we got married and there's different life stressors that happen And that really dictated 
how much I was getting it, if I was into it, what was going on really impacted our sex life. You know, so for me, I know I had a huge roller coaster ride, you know, of of how our sex life has changed throughout the years. And we've been, you know, together for we're going to go on 23 years soon. That's a long fucking time. Oh, my God. We, I was a baby. We were both babies. <laughs> we got very young. Yeah, I, I mean, was, I was a child bride. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> underage price for sure (laughs) no but seriously like for for me I have to say yeah it's you know the the beginning of the the relationship was a very different you know sex experience than when I got you know pregnant for me when I got pregnant uh not because I didn't want to, but I had a high risk pregnancy. I was not allowed to have sex. So this man, <laughs> knock on wood, thank God, he, you know, stuck through this really rough time of like 10 months of pregnancy plus, you know, six weeks that he was on the dot, like checking, you know, you, we're going to have sex now. We the doctor said yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't have sex and it, and Here's the funny thing about being pregnant and your hormones. Mm. You actually want it more when you're pregnant. Like the hormone surge is crazy. So for me, I'm telling you, like, and then it dips, right? Right after you have your baby, it's like, for me, it was, it dipped. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like for me, when we were dating, it was, we, we would have sex often and in crazy places anywhere yep. we went, we would go in dressing rooms. We yep. would be in the car parks, find parking, whatever it is. Like it was just spontaneous, crazy, animalistic, fun. It's the fun part of dating, right? Yes. Yes. And even when we got married, it was still fun. But then once I got pregnant and we still did but then I got so big and then it got harder and uncomfortable and then having the child. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I have to keep this human alive. What am I doing? Don't even bother me with sex right now. I'm focused on this living thing right now that I have to keep alive. Like, how am I going to do this? So I was focused on that. And then it started taking my focus and attention away from my husband and from, from the sex. And then with parents also, cause I was taking care of my parents and that was taking away from that too. And then by the time I would get to him, it was like, I, I was exhausted. I was mentally exhausted, not just physically. I was just drained and didn't want to be like, I don't want to be touched. I don't want anything. It was just yep. like, leave me alone. And then we had our kid. And then after a while, you know, the child gets a little bit older and it's like, you, you fit it in every now and then it was like, God, maybe it was going on like once a month, maybe once every six weeks. Like, I don't even know how long, like I could literally go weeks and not even think about it. And then it's like, oh God, it's been that long since we haven't had sex. Like, of course he is. He, he remembers. He's like, (laughs) it's, he's counting, counting the days of how many, how many days we haven't had sex, but it just, it, it got really hard during that time. But now since my son is older and we're at a different place. The life stressors are different. That's what it is. I feel like completely different for women. Sex 
100% is mental and hormonal. And it really depends on where you are mentally and with life stressors. And, you know, whenever I, I know that for me, when, you know, ever I've had to deal with mental, uh, well, not mental, uh, like really huge life stressors that zapped my sex drive. Like I you're thinking of survival. You're not thinking about sex. And that's the, you know, amazing thing about a man's brain that they can actually think about survival and think about sex. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're just like, I need to like, keep this family alive, keep myself alive and, and make sure that, you know, we're all okay before I can even get to the sex part, because we're just not mentally there. And I I have to say that even during that time when I was giving in because it was like, okay, it's been a long time. Let me just appease him, I guess. Are you talking about a mercy fuck? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) In other words, exactly. It's a mercy fuck. Like, just get it in. Hurry up. Oh, Oh, that feels so good. Oh, yes. Okay, please. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We just got it. That's the spot. Let's just go. (laughs) That's when we get our good acting skills going, right? You get, you practice your moan. You're like, well, that was actually really good. While you're thinking about, oh, fuck, did I do this? Did I do that? What about, (laughs) shit, I got to do this tomorrow. You're making the list out in your head. You are, I am literally not present. My body is there. My mind is completely not. It's an out-of-body experience. Oh, (laughs) we, and I've had many of those. So I I hope my husband never hears this because he does not know. (laughs) Honey, honey, we all have. We have all had those moments of just like, please just get this over with. You know what I mean? We all have. And they can't be mad at us for doing that, right? Like we're still like satisfying them. They're getting what they need. And it's it's like, yeah, it's a (laughs) (laughs) win-win. But I know as, as we get older, it's, it's changed. It's, the For hormones me, it's like our our sex drive has has switched it was like before he was all over me winning it all the time and it was like well I have a child I'm doing this it was like you know my parents just it, I couldn't think about it and now I'm like I'm the one that's messing with him all the time it's like let's go let's do this let's he's in the shower let's go he's you know downstairs playing playstation let's go like whatever i don't care it's just let's go let's go let's go constantly i'm on him oh yeah and it could be a hormonal thing could be because of where we're at in our lives it could be because of the the situation of our familyhood also because my son is older my parents aren't living with us there there aren't as many distractions and other things that i'm that's taking me away from him or it could be just because I'm just hornier now. I don't know. Well, the hormones change. I mean, that's just part of, you know, our physiological evolution as women. You know, when when you're you're having these hormone surges when either you're pregnant or when you're on your period, because, you know, all of that contributes to it, too. You know, when, right after I have had my period. I am like 
please, can we have sex? You know what I mean? It, it, it changes so much. And, and I'm more attuned to those changes in my body hormonally now than ever before, because I, I think when I was younger, I just, I, I wasn't really paying attention to it. And now I'm definitely more attuned to my body and what it wants. And I think being that self-aware is it's helped me with my sex drive too, because it's, it's something that I'm like, okay, homegirl wants it. She's like, what is going on? I'm a little depressed. I don't know what, you know, the, 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 the brain and, and, you know, the kitty over here, they're having different conversations. We need to make this work out because it affects you over time when you aren't satisfying yourself or being satisfied sexually, it affects you. It affects you. And the longer you let it go and the longer you let those droughts go within your marriage, it, it, it gets worse, you know? And women get blue balls the same way men do. They're just, they're blue vagina walls. (laughs) Blue vagina walls is what we, (laughs) instead of sugar walls, they're blue blue sugar walls. So sad. It's true though, right? Yeah. We're not as different as we'd like to think. I think sexually there's, there are, we're, we're different, but I mean, I have to say just going back to it being mental, I think I'm better at a little bit better at managing the mental aspect with the physiological aspect, because now it's almost like, um, you know, a. a a louder call. My body is like responding now more than it was before where I would drown it out with shit that I had to do or stress that I had and stuff like that. So I could easily now get turned on more than I could when I was younger, which is crazy because back then, like I I remember I was doing my undergrad. I was planning a destination wedding and I was not having sex. We went three months. This is, and everybody was like, oh, you guys are going to, you know, get married. You're, you're practically newlyweds. Like you guys should be banging all the time. We were not. <laughs> you were saving yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I was literally, you know, like a virgin. <laughs> like a virgin. And I just could, I did not have the mental capacity to go there. And for me, you know, not just for me, I know this is a fact for most women. Now there are a few of us now, depending on where you are in your age and, you know, just physically, but it's mental, right? When we start thinking about sex and we start preparing our mind for like, we're going to do this. Cause that's what we do now, you know, now uh, because of our work schedules, because of our life commitments and whatever we're doing, we have scheduled sex. Mm-hmm. Like I know, okay, you're off this Friday. Guess what we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because his sleep schedule is different, you know, uh, he's an early bird. I'm, I wouldn't even call myself a night owl because I don't know what the fuck I am. I, I, I could, I could stay up really late, but also not want to get up really early. Like I, we're, we're, our schedules are so off. So I already know that, you know, I need to make sure that we schedule this time for us to, you know, be alone together because 
we have kids, we have commitments, we have shit that's going on. And I need to mentally be in a space. And so does he now where before, you know, it, it would be okay. Now it's like, okay, I, I, I need to rest, especially if he has to get up early for work. I'm like, go rest. And, you know, the biggest curveball we have are kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting what you were saying about like how, like you need to satisfy yourself, whether it's you satisfying yourself. And that's a whole nother topic that we're going to talk about in another episode, but, (laughs) or just getting some type of satisfaction and speaking about it and talking and saying, look, I need this. This is what I need right now. Whereas I, when I was younger, was harder to talk about something like that, or even admit, or even talk about like masturbation or sex and just how, how much I wanted it or whatever it was. It was just completely different. Oh yeah. So as we get older, it's like, it completely changes and it becomes more natural. Like even talking dirty, like it was something that I, I was embarrassed to do before. And now it's like, no, I will tell you what I want. I will tell, I would move your hand where it needs to go, whatever. It, I'll guide you. I'll, I'm your, your tour guide Barbie here for my body. <laughs> that's, that's the only way to do it. Right. Cause you have yeah. the roadmap, you know, exactly what you like. Like, exactly. how, why would you not tell a motherfucker what to do? Come on, let me yeah. help you. Help me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Whereas before, like, where you're when you're younger the sex is completely different oh than yeah. when you get older Absolutely. um I do have to ask you though how many times have you used sex with your husband to get what you want <laughs> or or to like say let do whatever it is that he needs before you throw some news at him <laughs> so you're saying sex as a negotiating tool Yes. Yeah. We all do that, my dear, (laughs) all of us. And they don't know that we're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like, I'm going to do this now because I'm going to get a yes out of you. (laughs) I'm going to get a um, a yes. (laughs) Anything you want, baby. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, okay before again we're going back to we're di- we're at different stages so i you know if i'm talking to you know newlywed claudia <laughs> newlywed claudia was like you know i was i i had more control over him and that part of sex because he was on me all the time and i was the one that's like you mm, can like it today <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would use that excuse now, Claudia, where she's at, he's using it against me as a negotiating tool. I'm tired. Our, our roles have reversed, but yes, yes. I used it before as a negotiating tool. I, he wouldn't even know. I knew I'm like, okay. It's kind of like when I was in high school and I knew there was a party coming up this weekend and I knew my mom was going to say, no, I couldn't go. So I would do extra chores mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> just so that she wouldn't say anything because I knew I had plans. So I had to break it to her. And wh- wh- how could you say no to me when I was like the best kid 
all mm-hmm. week. And I did all these things. Same thing with my husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't feel like sucking your dick. <laughs> but guess what? I'm going to do it twice in the whole week. And when I tell you, guess what I'm going to buy? <laughs> You're going to say, yes, dear. <laughs> Go buy what you need. Go buy whatever you want. And the best part is to get them in the act. <laughs> because it's so hard for them to say no like here baby can you sign here (laughs) (laughs) now now unfortunately it's very different because his his little head isn't thinking as much for him as his actual brain is nowadays now he got a whole brain (laughs) (laughs) that's that's trouble now that sounds dangerous to me (laughs) And now he knows when I'm playing him and I'm like, fuck. All right. And we do not need their brains to be working. Yeah. Now he uses it against me where it's like, oh yeah, I know. I know you want it all the time. So I'm like, not today. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. My husband has turned me down too. Honey, I'm tired. I'm like, are Mm -hmm. you kidding? Really? You're tired. You not want all this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) coming, Coming home from brunch or like a night out and my husband's like do you know how drunk you are I'm like yeah enjoy it (laughs) exactly my husband's like you smell like tequila or you smell you smell like vodka or you smell like champagne I smell like something (laughs) I'm like yeah you want some (laughs) oh my god yeah it's all it's all it's it's changes it's a roller coaster ride it's you know different in the beginning and i think that we have this misconception of so of how much you should be having sex i think for every couple it's so different because we used to i mean we used to have these arguments and conversations about well i bet you they have sex every day i'm like motherfucker no no, when you have kids and you have responsibilities, you are not having sex every day if you're married. If you are, you are a very special breed and you must have nannies and people to help you. <laughs> and, please, and please let us know. We're going to take you out for a drink and find your... Yes. Tell us more. <laughs> I want to know because I have shit to do. Yes. I have laundry. I have, you know, lunches to pack. I have you know, a dog to like, I have stuff going on. So I'm not always, you know, having sex every day. And, and, you know, fuck it. If you have a, a, a partner that has a crazy work schedule, like my husband does, you really don't, you don't get to have it all the time, yeah. you know? So, and also the, the length, uh, like the time, the, the, how long you have sex, it's like, they're usually they're quickies because of whatever it is that's happening. That's unless my child is gone for the weekend or he's spending the night at my sister's or or whatever it is, or you have in quotes date night, which I really, I say in quotes date night is really fuck night because it's the only time that you know it's scheduled. Oh, we're having a date night. What? Cause date night hopefully leads to sex. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it means. That's code. That's code for sex night. I have a lot of tips about we we can talk about this. We can talk about this because I have had I have major do's and don'ts for date night. Major ones. Because we have gone on, we're gonna have a date night 
and it all goes south because you think you're going to have this, like, we're going to have drinks and we're going to have dinner and, and then we're going to, you know, get our, get, get our groove on. There, there are some, you know, little minds along the way that if you're not careful on date night, you will not end up having sex. <laughs> it's really bad news for everybody. And oh yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah, uh, we yeah, had that, plenty that, of date night where we ended up having gas, like <laughs> diarrhea. Like we ate too much, we drank vomit, too much. vomit all over the place. <laughs> yes, oh yes, it's, just recently, actually, not that long ago. <laughs> date night gone wrong. So, yes. you know, you got to be careful. Got to be careful because yeah. you know it might not be another week to get another date night. <laughs> Right, right. And you got to get creative. It's like, you know, when my son was little, we would go in different rooms or he would be asleep and we would be on the floor or we would, whatever it is, you would, you would get creative and it doesn't have to be like all, you know, the, the foreplay, the working up to it. It's just kind of like, let's just go, let's just go bang and that's it. Boom, boom, boom. We're good. We both got satisfaction out of this. We're good. And it doesn't have to be like that whole long process of it where I think before my husband was needing that and it wasn't, we didn't have that kind of time. We just didn't. And then it was like accepting that, okay, I'll just take whatever you could give me right now. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's like, now there are still times where it's like, you know, it just depends on what it is that we're doing because he's stressed out. He's working. I'm like, let's go. He's like, I'm tired or whatever it is, or my son's home and we can't. So it just, it just varies. So we try to get creative with it and, and you have it exciting. You do, you have to keep it exciting because the, the marriage needs to survive and last. It's like, you have to get creative and play and still have fun and flirt with each other. Like him and I still flirt with each other. We walk past the kitchen and, you know, we grab each other and fondle each other. And, you know, we, we constantly do that. So it's like, we don't just walk past each other without touching each other. So we not do keep the intimacy. Right. That's important. And keeping that part of the mental aspect for women. And I think we lose that sometimes because for some people, you're kind of going back to being uncomfortable with sex and expressing sexuality. That's a whole other topic that is so important to talk about because especially coming uh, culturally for us, you know, I'm Latina, you're Iraqi, you know, culturally, you're, you're not supposed to express sexuality so openly. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that in marriage, you know, we kind of feel like it bleeds into family life. So if you're being overtly sexual or having too much PDA, sometimes it's a little it's some people feel awkward about it, but it's one of those things that you have. It actually is so important to a marriage and to the sex life of a marriage and to the longevity of the, the, the marriage, because you, you're a human being that the sex is a natural 
state of who we are and things that we need. It's, it's, it's for survival. Right. And so suppressing that and thinking that we're going to suppress that in front of our children, that we are not sexual beings is is actually the kiss of death for Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, marriages because they don't want to show affection. They don't want to show. Now I'm not saying, you know, you know, get nasty in front of kids. I'm saying it's okay for them to know that you have sex, that you are a sexual being, that you kiss each other, you hug each other, you're, you know, intimate with each other, you know, that you're, you're showing those signs. It's okay for your kids to see that and for them to know and be like grossed out, like, you You know what? Yes. Yes. Be grossed out because that's what we do. Okay. We kiss each other. We spend time together. And yes, I lock the door. And what does lock the door mean? That means do not. It's sexy time for mommy and daddy. And I don't, I don't, my my child. And that's one of the things that I've always tried to like, I will not, I will not have my children, you know, walk in on us. That, that door is locked. Yeah. I have walked in on my parents and that was traumatizing. (laughs) So I made sure that I, you know, he knows like we, we have precautions and we make sure that, you know, we try to keep it to, to where nobody's walking in on us, but it happens, right? It happens. And, and we all have stories. Oh, so, yeah. What is that, buddy? T- buddy, That's buddy. My dog. I know. he's stupid. Hold on. He's, he's saying that it's not true. <laughs> mm we all have sex. Yep. Everybody and, does. And it's okay. And and if you're not having sex, because I do know a lot of family, a lot of couples that are in sexless marriages, to me, I know there's a part that's, and, and, and here's the thing I'm going to say, there are different, uh, it's, it's different, right? In the, in the spectrum of sexuality. And I totally am understanding of the fact that there are people that are, asexual not as interested in sex and that's a, actually a very common thing and but is it because being, it's it's more mental rather than physical because there are people that aren't interested in sex because they're not they fi- mentally stimulated and i know that exactly you know there there are times for me also like when my husband just like stimulates me mentally it's like oh my god i want you now like that's it um so it's not just a physical thing it is an emotional feeling and a mental feeling that really starts to build up also. Right. And, but, but like, like I'm saying, like sexuality is such a huge spectrum and where people fall on that spectrum is we're, it's all different, right? It's whatever our, our, um, you know, likes and dislikes and, and, and how, what things that turn us on and, and where we fall, whether we, you know, are into same sex, um relationships or i don't know menages like we can get into all that too because that's a really fun topic mm-hmm. um and i'm not gonna lie we've exp- i've experimented so we can get into that later but um i, <laughs> I another still- episode it's all you know where do you fall on that spectrum and i think there are people in current situations and marriages where they are just in a different space 
on that spectrum with a partner that's in a different space on that spectrum. And it's so important to know where you are because that's going to really speak to what your sex life is as a, as a couple um, because it changes over time. And so, you know, I know couples that are currently in sexless marriages and I'm not going to say, Oh my God, that's terrible because for some people, they're actually okay with it. And they and, make it work. They make, they make their, work. their relationship work. Yes. Yeah, sex is I not would, a big deal for them. I would love to have a conversation. Um, I've had conversations with friends that, that are in that type of relationship. And for me, because it's, it's a completely different aspect that I'm not used to. It doesn't mean that it's not valid, that it's not okay. And that it doesn't work because some of these relationships actually work Mm -hmm. just like polyamorous relationships work where, you know, there's, there's, and I have friends that are in poly relationships too, and they make it work. And so for me, I'm still like, now, how do I get two husbands? Because that actually (laughs) would work for me right now. Um, But they make it work and it's so beautiful. And I hope I can actually bring my friend on to talk about this because her explanation of it made so much sense to me. And I would, I really want her to come on and explain it because I think it's such a perfect explanation for me. It's just, it's not something that, um, that was offered. <laughs> not yet. Okay. <laughs> well, it probably won't be, but, um, again, like I said, we can go on the spectrum of relationships and marriage and what that sex, what sex is like in those relationships, it's very different for everybody. And so, you know, uh, and it's, I don't think it's either good or bad. Now there are difficulties in, in marriages that are directly connected to sex because we're not meeting in the same place of like, this is who I am sexually right now. Cause that changes. Mm-hmm. So if we're not having those conversations. If we're not actually talking about the things that we want in our marriage sexually, that's where we're doomed. I think, I think a lot of people in marriage when sex is not priority or doesn't really exist is because there are other things. And I think a lot of it is stress, the stressors Mm -hmm. of life. And it's really sad because it's like, it takes away from really the enjoyment of something that is really natural, that that is what we get to enjoy. And why not? Why, why worry so much about all this other shit that's happening in your life with work, with bills, with all this other shit that happens. And it's like, but it's taking away from your relationship. It's taking away from an enjoyment that you, that you once had, why not bring it back? Why not like try it? And it's not, it's not about, it's, like it's some couple, like there are couples that are okay with it. They really are. But I, I, I'm really curious why they're okay with it. What is it that makes them okay with that? Because at, did they never like to have sex or was it something that just changed after they had kids? Was it something that just is not a priority right now because their kids are number one, which, you know, our kids are definitely number one, but then the relationship has to be in, you know, somewhere around there also, because it needs to be exciting because that also is what keeps the family together and the unit together, glued together, basically, because if the parents aren't 
connected and it doesn't have to be connected through sex. It's just like have a connection. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be intimacy. Exactly. And there are some that maybe that's just enough for them and that's totally okay. Like even when I, when I wasn't in that place where I was like, totally fine, not having sex. It was because I wasn't mentally there. There were Mm -hmm. a lot of things that were happening within our marriage, within just the feelings that I had for him that had changed and having a kid and my hormones changed. There were just so many changes happening in my life outside, like external and internal. So everything that was showing up, like that was the last thing on my mind Mm -hmm. and my body was not craving it. I was not it was not something that I felt was missing because that was literally just the last thing on the list. Yeah. It's the last thing on the list. Yeah. And then when things start to change and then as I got older and I start to change and I start to go back to what it is that I want, what do I enjoy? And then I start looking at the things that I do enjoy. And it's like, that's a big deal for me. No, you know, having that intimacy, having that sexy time, having, you know, just the, the connection, but also not just physically, it's having it, having the connection mentally and emotionally. Honey, Cause that's what makes the physical so much better. Oh, absolutely. You can have, I mean, you, you can, you can have one without the other, but in, for women, we definitely, when those two things collide, it may, it, it transforms it from sex to lovemaking. And that's the sweet spot, right? When you can go from robotic sex to like, you're making love and love making love. That's the shit that connects you because you're, you're, it's passion. It's feeling it's intimacy. It's not this robotic movement of, you know, we just need to get this done because, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to get it done. And so it's, it's a, it's a wonderful part of marriage that, that it's, it's, it's a great part of marriage. It's not the whole thing, but it is a fucking great part of marriage that I hope only continues to get better as we evolve in my relationship. And, you know, uh, that we discover new parts of ourselves within that, um, sexually and in our marriage, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be curious to hear, especially like, cause my husband seems to think that other people have a lot more sex than we do, which I don't think, I mean, I, I like to think that we do have sex quite often. It's not like once every week, it's more than that, but he seems to think it's like, you know, people, couples are doing it every day. And I'm like, I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Ask him what couples Okay, I'm here to ask you right now. You ask me, I'll ask you, you know, I, I'm telling you, I'm not having it every day. I wish I was having it every day. I am not having it every day. Now, well, with my partner, at least. <laughs> I'm having self-love every day, but I'm not having, I'm not having sexual intercourse with my husband every day. <laughs> my, That's a my whole sho- other subject. My shower head is getting tired. Honey, that's shower. We, we, I cannot wait. I cannot. Well, you know, I cannot wait. You know, I cannot wait to talk about this shit. So all I have to say is there's so much more that we can talk about this subject. I think we've run out of time. I think we're, we're good to go. 
Like this will be a series. This cannot be the end of sex and marriage sex. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely not the end. There will be a part two and a part three and a part 15 of sex and marriage. And really quick, we had the best time the other night with our shout out to our friend Maria. came out of the closet as a confirmed listener. And I told you, if you come out of the closet and you tell us, Hey, I'm listening and you're giving us, you know, your opinions and your thoughts and your, we love you. And guess what, bitch, we're going to take you out for a drink. So that's all I'm saying. Come out of the closet. Just tell us. That's right. Come out of the closet. We're ready for you. <laughs> Are you ready for us? That's really the question. Exactly. Maria did good. She was ready for us. Oh, she was awesome. I love her. You know well, that. Thank you everyone for joining us. You've been listening to here. Hold my mimosa podcast with Asma and Claudia. Woo-woo. Cheers, bitches. We'll see Cheers, you next bitch. time. <laughs>